This is your host, Gene recording from the beautiful suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, welcome to episode number 45. It's Riffs and Body Slams, where I talk about all things pro wrestling, rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. If you love both, this podcast is for you. So I hope you had an awesome past work week slash weekend. Kicked some major ass through this past work week. By the time this podcast come out, another crazy ass week will be coming around around the corner. Ready to tackle another week. Looking forward to another beer minute action weekend. So I hope you guys are having an awesome work week slash weekend. Doing all well, staying safe, staying healthy, staying positive, right? Alright. Alright, before we continue on with the show, a couple of things. Follow me on my socials at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Ribs and Body Slams. Hit the like, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. I do have a secondary YouTube page called Ribs and Body Slam Plus. Feel free to hit the like on it. Speaking of the original YouTube channel, Riffs and Body Slams, the Freaks on Parade Tour is live and broadcasting across the world on YouTube land. So check out my fun video I slapped up and put together and put it live on YouTube. Positive feedback is always good, right? Speaking of the show, if you heard my last podcast, I gave you little details before, the during, and after the show. Kick-ass show. Great show. Headbang to every single band. Neck was hurting for at least two days. Kind of speak for two days. But it was all worth it. So that being said, before we continue on with the show, I already hit my socials. If you want to send me a good old-fashioned email, yeah, rivesandbodyslams at gmail.com. That's where you can find it at. Alright, without further ado, let's get on with the show, which is Rips portion of the show where we talk about all things rock hard rock and heavy metal all right welcome to the roofs portion of the show where we talk about all things rock hard rock and heavy metal so let's talk about i guess a sour note to the show right gotta do that don't have to but the mighty riff master himself james Headfield, poor guy, files divorce after 25 years. 25 years of marriage. And, uh, yeah, this just apparently this happened earlier this year. Yes, we're cruising halfway through the August, but, and finally this news finally came out, according to TMZ, of course. Uh, yeah, frontman James Headfield and his wife, more than two decades have called it quits. Now, as his sources close to the former couple told the tabloid sites that James Heffield filed for divorce uh, from Francesca Heffield in their home state of Colorado earlier this year. Now, apparently James met Francesca back in 92, 1992, and they have been married since 1997. The two are said to still be in touch as their co-parents of their daughter, Cal, Cal, C-A-L-L, who's 20 years old, Marcella, which is age 16, and his son, Castor, which is age 18. 
which I believe his son is in a in a band called Bastane, I believe. But also speculations from uh, when James was emotional. Fans were, and I talked about it on the podcast in the past when Metallica played down in Brazil, and James was going through emotional things on stage. He was feeling a little bit insecure prior to taking the stage. And that's when all the band members grouped up and hugged him. So that being said, maybe that could have been one of the many things that affected James on stage. Now, if listeners who are listening to the podcast right now that's been the divorce, know how it is. It fucks with you mentally. Now, I've never been divorced before. Not planning on it, hopefully. But it definitely mess with people's mind uh, mentally and financially they're not cheap yes metallica's the top gross and biggest metal band in the what 20 30 years that's been reported playing stadiums across the world so i'm sure i'm pretty sure james okay with money but the fact that it's there's definitely uh when you've been with some for 25 years and then that's it no more cold turkey that's tough and it plays a big role mentally in your mind so i can't imagine what james dealing with not just doing a divorce but being the front man of one of the biggest metal bands across the planet trying to be 1000 percent in every show across every major stadiums with 20 plus fans 20,000 plus fans or say that's tough doing that and be and divorcing dealing with that god bless you james Heffel. you are the riff master us metalheads we will support you through this tough time all right a little bit on a positive note here fans who are into prog rock progressive rock rush legends getty lee and alex lifeson reunited on stage this past wednesday August 10th to perform the band's classic song Closer to the Heart. Classic. Now, apparently, this reunion took place at the Red Rocks Amphitheater in Denver, Colorado, as part of the celebration making 25th anniversary of the animated comedy show South Park. Uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson were joined for the performance of their longtime friends, Price. Fan old band Primus, consider them a funky progressive rock band. They're good. They're different. Obviously, they were doing a tribute tour for Rush. So if you're a classic rock fan, a classic prog rock fan, I love Rush. They're great. And if you happen to be there live, I can't imagine what was going through your mind. But one of the many bands I've never seen live, I wish I could, which is Rush. But pretty cool well speaking of pretty I don't know if it, I consider pretty cool but uh, maybe for the woman if you're a woman's fan maybe you uh, went bonkers for this story that came out if you kept on the news in the world of Tommy Lee of Motley Crue yeah you know what I'm talking about if you don't know what I'm talking about just google it google Tommy Lee photo you can there. depends on if you're interested or not for me, yeah, but I, I'm just not. It's not for me. 
Now, what actually I'm talking about is Tommy Lee posted a butt-ass naked full nude photo and slapped it on this social media account, which is Twitter. So, obviously, that photo never passed the nudity test on that social media. Why he did it? I don't know. Decided to go to the bathroom, take his clothes off, took a nude selfie, and slap it on social media. So there's apparently there's no reason for it. But uh, there's definitely apparently plenty of reasons to have some memes. Come on, who does like good old fashioned funny memes, right? This is a meme I saw on uh, Facebook. Two of them I saw. The first one has a pair of pants. Obviously, uh, they're, they're obviously jean pants. Uh, two of them were for his legs. And the third one was right in the middle for Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Pretty funny. And then the second one, uh, there was a meme that says, I was marked safe from Tommy Lee's penis. And that, my friends, I will leave it there and transition to a different story. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to come up with Tommy Lee's penis from covering from that. All right. Pantera. Yeah, if you heard about the Big O Pantera celebration tour that's going down for the year 2023. Or Charlie Belladante, who's playing the drums for this celebration tour, who was also the current drummer for Anthrax. Well, he decided to make another statement. And he pretty much said that they're, they're, they're only going to be playing selective shows. Uh, well, I mean, Charlie never said it directly, but they, there's an article that was been reported. Apparently, someone interviewed, I believe, Frankie Bello, the bassist from Anthrax, and he stated, well, actually, let me, let me, let me change that up here. According to this article, it says right here, uh, guitarist Scott Ian said the Pantera thing is not going to be a but going to change anything what Anthrax is doing. Frankie Bello, the bassist, said, we'll still be working, Belladante said that Pantera will only be playing a select show. So technically, Charlie said it, but he told it to his fellow Anthrax members. So only selected shows. And um, apparently, Belladante pretty much says, uh, telling the naysayers, if you, just don't, if you, you don't want to go, just don't go. Don't go online and start bitching and complaining about it. So, I agree with him. If you witness Pantera back in the heyday, it's all good. It's all good. That, and I respect those decisions for the people who saw them back in the 90s. And uh, rather keep the image in their head as that. Now, there's fans, younger generation like myself, never witness a Pantera show so this is about closest for fans who never seen it is about about close you can get to a pantera i don't want to say a reunion it's a celebration pantera music with phil summers on vocals rex on bass i was thankfully enough to see venny playing drums for hell yeah twice so dime bag rest in peace venny rest in peace hopefully i'm looking forward to seeing charlie on drums Zach Well on guitar and do a celebration one more time for the metal fans. So for all the thrash metal fans out there, German thrash metal band legend, I should say, creators. Uh, apparently they made an awesome choice from hiring bassist Frederick Larek. 
probably say this last name wrong, but it's probably the one one of the best decision uh, that Melly Petrosas ever made, who's the frontman and guitarist of Creator. Fans know Frederick as the former bass player of one. I I enjoy this band. Some people don't. Dragon Force. Now the people around my age should know that Dragon Force got really huge from obviously from Guitar Hero, the game from Xbox, right through to Fire and Flames. And yes, they're they're again a power metal band. And I do have, I do have a photo of Frederick autograph that I met meet and greet a couple years ago at a metal festival. Uh, some are hanging around my 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 uh, man cave here under Dragon Force. But uh, yeah, now here he is with one of the great thrash metal bands of all time, Germany Creator. It's a good stuff. Well, Disturbs frontman David Dreamman explains why he made the decision. And uh, the whole reason he moved to Florida is because of low income tax and better school system. And there's a reason. If that if that, that if you give a rat's ass or not, but if you wonder why. Why David Draymond's not your next door neighbor? He decided to put a moving sign in the front yard. There's this reason why he moved to Florida. So raged against the machine, Zach Delarocca has torn an ACL. So this poor guy, man, or fucking rage against the machine. They they've been going through some rough stuff. Apparently, a acclaimed photographer, Glenn E. Fred. Revealed on Friday, August 20, ACL is to blame Zach's continued issues with standing on his left leg. So obviously this is not his first time where he managed to get banged up. Obviously the first, uh, the first was I believe the what the first night of here in the United States here in Chicago. He managed to uh, almost injure himself, but managed to perform the rest of the set sitting down. Obviously, Tom Morello got attacked, almost got attacked by a fan on stage, and the security guard decided to take him out instead. <laughs> Says apparently it's been a rough reunion tour for these guys <laughs> for almost seven, eight, nine years now. Yikes! Yikes! Well, hope Zach, hope hopefully you uh, recover and power through the rest of this tour. Hopefully, no more bad luck happens anytime between now and then. A sp- my favorite thrash metal bands, Megadeth. Yeah, they just came in out with a new single called Soldier On. Yes, this bad boy is a ripper. A masher. So go check out the new single called Soldier On. We'll get to that list very shortly. But let's talk about my personal picks. I, I've been listening to this past weekend. Well, highly recommend it. So as I mentioned, the new Megadeth single, Soldier On, just phenomenal. Speaking of Slipknot, speaking of, we never talked about it, but Slipknot released a new single called Yen. Y-E-N. It's different. People I see online calls like a Nine Inch Nails meets Slipknot. It's different. A little industrial. So different from the White White Chapel Rag. No, no, not the White Chapel. The the dying the dying song, which is a great song. Awesome music. Behemoth. If you're a fan of black metal, the Deathless Sun. Really good. Sounds like a traditional Behemoth black metal type song. Check it out. 
And as I mentioned, a new Amana Marth record. And uh, what's the new Amana Marth record called? Let's see, what's it called? The Great the Great Heathen Army. That's the new Amana Marth record that just came out. But the song I love on is called Find a Way or Make One. So a good beer drinking, head banging type of song. Put your Viking hat on, get a sword out, and just rage. Good song. Another awesome metal band, In Flames. Awesome track called The Great Deceiver. Another song, highly recommend to go check out if you want something to bang your head in the steering wheel of the car, or if you want to do a circle pit in your office at work, whatever it might be. Now, if you're a classic rock fan like myself, the band Tesla, awesome track called Time to Rock. Intro, intro sounds great. Again, it's just a rocker, a definite rocker. So check out the track called Time to Rock. All right, Bullet for My Valentine. Some people, well, I roll for this band. Some people, this song is awesome. It's part of the, the, the extended track CD release. Check out the song called This Means War. This one's a toe tapper. Well, what I mean, you crank this song up to 10. And uh, sit down and pretend you're doing blast beats on the drums. Check out Bullet from, Bullet from My Valentine. This Means War. Great song. And then the last one on my list, Shine Down. For the, all the hard rockers out there. Dead Don't Die. And I tell you, this new Shine Down record, really, really good. Really good. A little heaviness, a little melodic. So check out the new Shine Down single called Dead Don't Die. Highly recommended. So. Those are my picks, what I've been listening to this past weekend. I'm just relaying this information to you guys. Hopefully, let me know if you guys like those picks I did. Or if you have your own picks you've been listening to. Um, not just the older stuff, but just the new stuff that's come out. Support the new stuff. Newer bands or older bands are coming out with new records and new singles. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And without further ado, let's head on to New Music Friday. Since we're in a discussion, go right to August. Well, it is. It's August 19th. So you can follow me at loudwire.com 2022 Hard Rock Metal Albums Release Calendar. They get the credit. They put the list together. I relay the information. All right. So start from the top in alphabetical order. First band, Alpha Wolf, Holden Absence, got a new EP called The Login. The band Conan, not the wrestler, the band Conan. Got a new record called Evidence of Immortality. The band Crown has live from the studio, Grunhall E. Alright, what next we have here? Dead City Runes has Shockwave. Devil Driver has Clouds Over California, the studio album, 2003 to 2011. This one, again... An eye roller, or if you're, or maybe you're looking forward to it. The new five-figure death punch record called Afterlife. The band Hammer King has keened a delumium. Hell Young, the band Hell Young, hope I'm saying these names right, got a new record called Drift. The band Holding Absence has the Long and the Longest Split EP. I'm not sure why this is on the list twice. This one I'm looking forward to, the new I Prevail. 
record called True Power. So if you love, uh, I guess you could say, today's current bands of, uh, I guess, new metal slash, uh, this is tough to try to categorize these guys. I guess uh, metal, metalcore, I, I don't know. I prevail. Great. Two vocalists, one for screaming, one for clean vocals. Check them out if you ever heard them. But they got a new record called True Power. Awesome tracks on the new album. All right, the band Orthodox, Learning to Dissolve. All right, the band Pelican has Australasia, re-release. Pistols at Dawn has a session. The band Russian Circles, I heard this band before, has the new album called Genesis. Pickup has Physical Thrills. 6x6 has their self-titled album called 6x6. No, this band, Soil Work. Great band. Got a new record called Overgivhidianton. Big word. The band Spite has a dedication to flesh. Spirit of Drift has 20 centuries gone. And Thunder Mother has a black and gold. So that is your August 19th New Music Friday. As I mentioned, support new music, my friends. Either for the CD, vinyls, cassette, 8-tracks. Yeah, there's those selling those. And VI streaming for Spotify, YouTube, yada, yada, yada. Okay, let's talk about touring. Keep the train rolling. Not a whole lot of touring here. There's definitely some cancellations. So we'll get to the... So, obviously, Incubus managed to cancel some of their shows. Uh, the time I'm recording this podcast, they're supposed to play here in Chicago tonight, which is canceled. So those three shows were obviously Kansas, Maryland Heights down St. Louis, and Tinley Park, which is here in Chicago. Uh, they're currently uh, working towards rescheduling these dates. So does it affect more shows in the future? Just keep an eye on our social media page. So yeah, Incubus canceled three shows. It's probably the time you get this podcast. Uh, those shows had passed by. Also, cancellations were White Snake. Um, obviously, the David Coverdell, vocalist, lead singer of White Snake, is going through some issues. Uh, pretty much canceled the whole U.S. North American tour with the Scorpions. Scorpions have announced have announced yet the replacement, so stay tuned for that. So there are refunds if you're planning to see Scorpions, or not Scorpions, the White Snake as the opening act. Uh, obviously there's refunds. If you don't, keep your tickets. You'll still see the Scorpions. Obviously Anthrax were going through a few cancellations as well. Obviously these cancellations kind of went by already. Uh, obviously they had some medical concerns. They didn't get in details on what's going on behind the curtains. But uh, there are a few shows in Texas, I believe, one in Austin, and there was another show that was canceled. So hopefully, hopefully everybody's okay within the Anthrax camp. Yeah, yeah, another cancellation. If you're looking forward to seeing the Architects on their U.S. tour, while they scrapped the whole damn tour for this fall due to logistical and travel, obviously they're going through visa issues to get here in the United States. Obviously, architects are not from the U.S., so yes, they're from overseas, across the pond. 
hopefully we'll get these guys over soon and get these bad boys on tour. What else we got here going on? I think there's more cancellations than more touring announcements. Well, I guess there's some positive note here. Lona Shore. I love this band. Never seen them yet. They're going to be doing a North American tour with Aborted, Ingested, Angel Maker, and Ove Sulphur. Trick starts in October. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think it's about mid-October. Okay, starts in Philadelphia. Small prints and ends in November. Like in Canada. Not mistaken. I'm going to check Lona Shore's social media pages. Always great to see these guys. And then there is a one-off. A one-off the original Misfit show. It's happening down at the Dos Equis Pavilion in Dallas, Texas. This is pretty awesome. The original Misfit, Misfits, obviously Glenn Danzig on a singer, Jerry Only on bass, and uh, the great Doyle Von Wolfgang on guitar. And the opening acts are Alice Cooper and the Distillers. That's pretty awesome. This is happening on Saturday, October 29th. As I mentioned, the Dos Equis Pavilion in Dallas, Texas. So go check it out while you can. And then to kind of recap, or kind of close out this riff portion of the show, got to end it with Uncle Ozzy. Yeah, he made his first debut show in a very long time. Joins Tony Iommi on stage, performing Black Sabbath Paranoid at the, the, the UK Commonwealth Games. I did share it on my Twitter page. Feel free to follow me on Twitter and check out the video. He sounded great. Obviously, Tommy Coflato's on drums and Adam Wakeman, who's normally the keyboardist for the Ozzy's touring band, but he's playing bass. So, pretty cool stuff, man. Good to see Ozzy back on stage and kicking ass. All right, that wraps up the riff portion of the show. Let's talk about pro wrestling, shall we? the body slam portion of the show we talk about all things pro wrestling so very quickly new champions were crowned a game changer homecoming Atlantic City New Jersey so let's check out so new tag team champions and new ultra violent champion has been crowned the first night GCW homecoming Atlantic City and feature the title change in two divisions. So the Briscoe brothers are now the three-time GCW Tag Team Champions after defeating Los Marquizos. Probably saying the name wrong. For the belts. And they were immediately challenged by the second gear crews, which is Mace Warner and Matthew Justice for a future title match. Also, Rina Yamashita is the new ultra-violent champion after she defeated Alex Colon for the title. So, that's what's going on over there on East Coast for GCW. Obviously, night two of the homecoming just wrapping up. Obviously, Nick Gage made his return back to challenge John Moxley. For the GCW champion and for a near future. And apparently the stipulation was 
one more time for Nick Gage. Apparently, the future title match will be uh, Nick Gage and Greed to put his career on the line to get another title shot for the GCW champion. And if Nick Gage lose, he will quit wrestling. And if he wins, obviously becomes the new GCW champion. So we'll have to stay tuned to see what's going to go on for that. So if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, they're returning back to Las Vegas and Florida for TV tapings. Impact will return to the Sin City in October 21st and 22nd. Check out the Florida date here. So obviously for the Las Vegas 21st and 22nd. And then for Florida, it will return to Prembroke Pines, Florida, Friday, November 9th, and Saturday, December, December 10th. Impact Wrestling, they'll be in the Sin City in Florida. So yeah, man, it's been a crazy, awkward week for pro wrestling. Now, I saw Dave Meltzer posted on his Twitter uh, page that's been a rough week rough week when it comes to pro wrestling it hasn't been the best but there's been a lot of returns on both sides of WWE and AEW obviously WWE's seen the return of Killer Cross and his beautiful wife Scarlett on Smackdown now we have Hit Row who released from uh, the WWE a couple months ago are now back in the WWE and then on the AEW side, we see the return of CM Punk. So, slowly getting back some of these returning uh, stars back in both companies. Daniels, Brian Danielson's obviously back in AEW. Plan on challenging Daniel Garcia. This coming Wednesday on Dynamite and the best of two out of three falls match. So it's going to be a good match. Obviously, Punk T's uh, face of Moxley, title versus title. Not sure when or where. Best bet might be an all-out right here in Chicago. That being said, how much more talent could WWE pick up? Obviously, majority of them are in AEW. There's very few. Very, very, very few. There are massive free agents outside of both companies. Obviously, the only one that's available is Bray Wyatt. Could the Triple H regime could pick up Bray Wyatt? Obviously, those reports came out this past week that there was a clash between him and Vince. That's Bray, Bray and Vince. Uh, right before Bray Wyatt's release a couple or uh, a year or two ago, uh, apparently there was some heat between both men. Bray Wyatt did agree that agreed on all the creative behind the scenes with Vince in charge. And apparently Vince took it personal and eventually ended up uh, making a big thing for Bray Wyatt to have his release from the, within the company. Now, obviously Bray Wyatt, who's now known as Wyndham Six on his Twitter page, uh, did like a, a cryptid paragraph stating, I'm not sure what the exact thing is, but he pretty much said, you know, honor's not forever, but I may not be a leap. And uh, I don't know. He incorporated all the major wrestling promotions into one paragraph. Satan, not knowing where, what direction he's going to. So, 
Well, Triple H managed to pick him up. A lot of fans are waiting for him to show up. The question is, when and where could it be Clash of the Castle? Could they save it for Survivor Series? Or could they hold him to January of the Royal Rumble? Or could AEW pick him up? Could he be the third person for the Young Bucks for the trio match? Doesn't make sense, right? Makes sense for, makes sense for Kenny Omega to come back. But fans are going to have to wait and see what's the future hold for Bray Wyatt. Speaking of former WWE talent, Parker Boudreaux signs a contract with AEW. Obviously, he had his uh, at least two matches on Rampage this past Friday. So there's that. Also, AEW Dynamite for August 24th. Death Triangle will face Will Ospreay and the Aussie Open for the Trios Championship Tournament first round match. So, apparently the forbidden door is not closed between New Japan and AEW. Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Tukachi will make his New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong debut at Autumn Action, which is going down to Las Vegas taping on September 11th. Also, for New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Fighting Spirit Unleashed, which is going on for August 21st, Ellen Angels will take on Taishi Ishimori. And during this past week, now, Jay White was removed uh, from New Japan events due to heat stroke-like symptoms. And uh, obviously that these dates passed, but apparently he missed August 9th and 10th event. And uh, I guess he's doing better. So, yeah. Heat like stroke symptoms. Yikes. Yeah, those are not good. Not good at all. And it kind of closed things up in the world pro wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom reveals the first ever uh, joint show. The historic X-Over will take place November 20th. Uh, where exactly it's going to be happening at that? Well, let's see. So, event will take place at the Arika Arena in Arika, Tokyo, Japan. And, uh, let's see, tickets are available to purchase August 18th. And tickets will go... Well, I see, fan club members will get them August 18th. Tickets will go on sale to the general public in September 23rd. Travel in Japan for this event or live over there? Check out New Japan for Wrestling and Stardom. First ever wrestling. Nothing breaking new so far. But if I do... Follow me on my socials. All you have to do is follow me on my socials. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Riffs and Body Slams. Or send me an email, RiffsandBodySlams at gmail.com. Alright, that wraps up episode number 45 of Riffs and Body Slams. Alright, my friends, have an awesome week. And I'll speak to you guys for episode number 46. Take care.